Hello, this is Q and Ace, a bi-weekly podcast about asexuality. My name is Tiffany, and I'll be releasing these episodes for free. So if you wish to donate or submit a question, then visit q-and-ace.tumblr.com. Firstly, why am I doing this? That's the question I keep getting asked over and over again. Why? Well, it all began in the North American Asexuality Conference in 2015 in Toronto, Canada. I hosted a panel on gray asexuality and realized that there was so much I wanted to talk about and so little time to do it. And on a more personal note, I did spend 25 years of my life being asexual and not having the words to articulate it to the people around me. So if me talking into this microphone every other week manages to help someone out there, then I suppose it would be worth it. And before all this, I viewed myself as bisexual, and completely broken. Now, though, I know that I am a polyamorous, pan-romantic, gray asexual. Now, if those words don't have any meaning for you, that's fine. Let's start with the basics, then. Asexual. What is asexuality? An asexual person does not feel sexual attraction. So, this is not celibacy. Celibacy is a person who does feel attraction and chooses not to act on it. So, someone who says that they're heterosexual feels attraction to the opposite gender. And that's not a conscious choice for them. Just as homosexual attraction isn't a choice either. The same applies for asexuality. The next step in our vocabulary lesson is Z-sexual or allosexual. Both terms are used to describe the same thing. A Z-sexual is someone who regularly experiences sexual attraction, and it doesn't matter who they are attracted to, just the fact that they do feel sexual attraction and on a regular basis. And so, recap, asexual, no sexual attraction, Z-sexual, Frequent sexual attraction. Good job, I think we've graduated from stage one of asexual education. Up next is a term that's near and dear to my heart, gray asexuality. So, there actually are a surprising amount of people in the asexual community who don't have a clear understanding of what gray asexuality is. Which is understandable, because gray asexuality is an umbrella term for anyone who doesn't feel that they are asexual or z-sexual. Instead, they identify somewhere in between. 
For example, someone who identifies with the concept of asexuality but doesn't feel that it's the appropriate label for them. Or someone who does not normally experience sexual attraction but instead only experiences it sometimes. Someone who experiences sexual attraction but a low sex drive. Someone who experiences sexual attraction and drive but not strongly enough to act on. Or someone who can experience sexual attraction but only under very limited and very specific circumstances. The next vocabulary word is going to be aromantic. An aromantic person is someone who experiences little or no romantic attraction to others. Aromantic is not synonymous with asexual. A person who does not feel romantic attraction is not the same as a person who does not feel sexual attraction. For this reason, aromantics are not considered a part of the asexual umbrella, and this isn't due to some form of exclusion. It's because a person can be aromantic and zed-sexual. They cannot feel romantic attraction, but experience frequent sexual attraction. Because of this, it makes their identity distinctly different from asexual identity. By now, I suspect a few people have to be confused. How can sexual attraction and romantic attraction be so different, after all? Well, the answer lies in understanding, so my next step is to describe different types of attraction. The first type of attraction is aesthetic attraction, and that is an attraction to people that is not connected to a desire to do anything with them. It's simply appreciation of appearances. So an example of aesthetic attraction is appreciating a sunset. You don't want to date the sunset, and you don't want to sleep with the sunset, but you can look at the sunset and appreciate its appearance. Some asexual people will experience aesthetic attraction. They can look at a person and appreciate that they look attractive. That doesn't necessarily mean that they feel any desire behind it. Next is romantic attraction. That's an attraction a person feels that is marked by a desire for romantic relationship, which is different than sexual attraction, which is an attraction that a person feels that is marked by a desire for sexual contact. The easiest way to explain the differences is that romantic attraction is often related to feelings of romantic love whereas sexual attraction is often related to feelings of sexual lust. With this clear definition, you can see how someone who doesn't experience sexual attraction would be completely different from someone who doesn't experience romantic attraction. The next spot where people tend to get confused is the difference between libido and sexual attraction. An easy way to understand, as quoted by my friend Sarah, is libido is when your body says, now, have sex now. Whereas attraction is when your body is saying, them, have sex with them. Different messages, right? Another example is when you think of a young man, let's say about 16 years old, and he's sitting in math class, solving math problems, when suddenly he gets an erection. 
It's perfectly normal, but it's not because he's attracted to math. It's because his body's natural libido is becoming active. So, libido is a person's body's desire to have sex, whereas attraction is a person's desire to have sex with another specific person. As such, many asexuals will have an active libido, but that has zero impact on how they experience attraction. So, for a moment, assume the perspective of an asexual, if you aren't already one, and imagine that you are hungry, and you go to the fridge, you open the door, you look inside, and nothing looks good. I mean, that's a relatable experience, right? That is some asexual's existence. Hunger is the libido and the desire to eat, or in this case, not eat. A certain food is sexual attraction. Some asexual people feel desire to have sex, but nobody looks attractive to them. And of course, there are many types and variations and shades and colors to asexuality that I, I haven't touched on yet, but I will touch on later. But these are the first basic broad concepts that I want to share. And here is a question that I unfortunately hear all the time. If an asexual person masturbates, are they still asexual? Yes. Yes. A thousand times. Yes. Having an active libido and deciding to do something about it in no way prevents you from being asexual. That would be like asking a person, uh, if you masturbate, are you still a lesbian? Or if you masturbate, are you still bisexual? That sounds ridiculous, right? Because it is. Taking care of sexual urges has nothing to do with how you experience attraction. And speaking of all this, I feel the need to also mention those who are non-libido. And those are people who do not have an active libido. This is perfectly healthy. This is not someone with some kind of disorder. It's just like asexuality. It's something that a person experiences. Along those same lines, there are also some people who are sex-repulsed, and it's not uncommon in the asexual community for people to be sex-repulsed, and that's exactly what the name sounds like. They are repulsed by sex, and this can mean a couple of different things. It could be a person who's repulsed by the idea of it, someone who's repulsed by engaging in it, someone who's repulsed about talking about it. So, if someone does say that they're sex-repulsed, I strongly recommend that you get the details of what that means for that person so you don't, you know, bring them into an awkward conversation by accident. You know, common courtesy. For now, though, I'm going to say goodbye. Next episode, I plan to speak about demisexuality and other subgroups found under gray asexuality. If you want, until then, uh, drop by my personal blog, grace-and-ace.tumblr.com, and please rate this in iTunes. It gives me some direct feedback, and it goes a long way to helping. Speaking of helping, uh, also feel free to donate at the podcast site, 
which is q hyphen and hyphen ace.tumblr.com. Lastly, I leave you with some outtakes from recording this episode. And the easiest way I've managed to help people understand is when you imagine that I'm a dummy face. Hello, this is Q and Ace, a bi-weekly podcast about asexuality. Mm-hmm. My name is Fuck! Um, I'm dumb. What? Oh my god. Why do you keep interrupting me, kitty? Well, what the fuck?